welcome my pudgy wudgy fucking puddin' pops. And there I go with the cussing already. Sorry, mom. Also, happy birthday to you. You are a strong and courageous woman for raising me. And we all very much so appreciate it very much. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Bobby Fredman. You beautiful, beautiful woman, you. Even though this is going to come out way after your birthday, I love you and thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And welcome to another episode of Chad's Podcast. Hey! Because I am Commander Coyote, and this is my ship, so welcome. And, you know, dude, I'm tired, you know? (laughs) I'm just tired, man. I had a great day, though. It was such a good day, and I'm so grateful to be in this fucking studio, man, and recording this podcast, dude. This is the last week out episode. Doesn't matter, dude, because guess what? Michael Jordan. Jordan. Guess what, dude? Like my fucking, like like my, the dude I look up to, Chris D'Elia, he says, guess what? Life rips, and life does rip, dude. Life fucking rips, dude. Okay? And uh, we got some fucking sponsors, dude, and that's fucking... We got Devin Hancock, dude. He plays that lo-fi banger for our intro, dude. If you like that, hit him up on Instagram, dude. And don't forget our banners and artwork and that still motion video we have on uh, Instagram. That's from the talented Miss T Galore at Sissy Art on Instagram. So please follow her. And then let's not forget about our paid sponsorship. And let's pay some bills. Even though it doesn't pay any bills because it doesn't pay much, but it pays enough. And check this out, dude. <laughs> Butt out e-cigs. We appreciate okay? you, Matt. We appreciate you, Matt. Butt out e-cigs, dude. Check this out, dude. This is what I'm going to do for you. You're going to go to Butt out e-cigs and you're going to order some salt nicks. Okay, Mm -hmm. and you're going to order some vape stuff. All right. And this is like I said, this is what I'm going to do for you. Check this out. You're going to put in the promo code last week out and you're going to get 20 percent off your order. And that is my gift to you because I fucking love you guys, dude. So please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share. Let us know how much I suck. It doesn't matter, dude. Okay, Sucks now let's do bad. some. Listen, stop, stop that right now, David, dude. Sucks okay, bad. Okay, CBD Dave, can you fucking quit for a second while I'm talking? We, Thank we you, dude. We got ARA ant. Oh, we got. All oh, right. hold on. All right. To my All right. to to my left, ironically, is Alt Right Anthony, dude. And <laughs> I wrote it. Fucking dude, oh my god, you know, feel the burn, man, you know? And then we got fucking DJ CBD David over there, dude. We got fucking Davy, Davy Countertops, dude. Fucking Davy fucking Long Legs, dude, just over there doing his thing, mixing 40 ounce in my lap, and it's freezing my ball. Okay, you got fucking me, Cuzzy Wuzzy Chizzy And guess what? My people, my members of the matriarchy, my back is still hairless, okay? Last <laughs> episode, I told you guys how I did some manscaping. I didn't know you shaved your uh, back. I had somebody do some manscaping for me, and I was feeling smooth, and guess what? Still feeling smooth. So I just wanted to let you guys know, dude, and we got Who a special your guest. Back? <laughs> you can't reach your back. I can, actually. I have I a can't. back blade. I have a back blade oh. that shaves my back, but no, I Yeah, but who it. shaved it? Who shaved your back? Yeah, who shaved it? Originally... <laughs> It was me, but just recently I forced my girlfriend to do it, oh, and that she was nice of her. That's she actually wow. really liked it, dude. She was like popping zits with the fucking oh, thing. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> 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 oh. 
Because I'm a fucking, dude, I'm a fucking cute kid when I got my shirt off. I'll tell you what, dude. All right? And then we got a fucking special guest, dude. Mm -hmm. And every guest is special, but this guest is extra fucking special. And let me tell you why this guest is extra special, dude. So when I originally met this person, um, she was like really into this idea of starting your own thing and being an entrepreneur. And she like got me onto some podcasts and listened to some entrepreneurial podcasts that like kind of put me in a different mindset. And it was a big reason why I wanted to start this podcast. It was one of those motivating factors, man. And uh, essentially, dude, uh, she's just like a wild kid, dude. Okay, she's a cute kid. She's a wild kid. She's an entrepreneur, dude. She's a self-starter motivator, dude. And she's super grateful. She's super grateful. Mercury's not in retrograde anymore, dude. And all the planets are aligned, dude. And her fucking horoscope, her horoscopes have been good lately, dude. Okay, so we're fucking here. And that's fucking Diana Pro. Dude, CEO and president of Painted Citizen, dude. So welcome, welcome to the last week out, my guy. Yay! I'm so happy to be here, you guys. We're so grateful to have you. I just want to say that I'm so proud of you guys. And I remember when Chad first told me about this, and he was like, "We have this idea, and we really want to do something." And I was like, "You have to do it. Like, if that's what the universe is telling you to do, then you have to honor yourself, and you have to go do that." I was so excited that our friendship like was starting to build from that and then you took that and then you went and did something like that's I feel like that's my purpose no kidding I never even heard him talk about the podcast before like one day before we got it started Mm -hmm. so this was stewing yeah Mm -hmm. we because we had kind of been hanging out for a little bit and we were just talking about like you know what's your deepest passion what's your purpose like what are you supposed to do in this life what's really matters to you what do you want what do you want your soul to say how do you want to leave your mark on the world Mm. and um and he kind of took that and ran with it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, well, look at me up in here, you know what I mean? Like, but I think that it's, it's really important to, if you have something that you're really passionate about and you feel like that good goodness within you is, it wants to emanate out, like that's really important to honor that and to go do that. Well, and that's your vibe. That's what you were just telling us. Actually, you read us something and I told you that I think it'd be the best if we started with that. Yeah. Because normally how we start is I get to know you. Oh, yeah. But I think the writing is super good and then we're going to get to know you. Cool. And then I'll have a bunch of talking points to kind of ask you some questions on where you got to the the place that you're at now so if you're comfortable yeah yeah i'll go as deep as you'll let me (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't that was me saying it but that wasn't me saying that to you (laughs) you know what i mean he took it out of context awesome yeah backpedaling anthony backpedaler dude so you know when you're like i don't know if you guys are like this but like sometimes i'll think about um, social media and I'm like what do I like I want to write some fire ass post you know mm-hmm. what I mean like I want people to know and then so I wrote this in that mindset of mm-hmm. being like what do I want to tell people about how I'm doing and then I ended up not posting it because I've been on this whole well okay I'll read it and then I'll explain my my whole kick so I'm it says so excited. yeah so it says it says yeep w-y-e-e-p long post ahead exclamation point <laughs> oh wait 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 so when you pre-wrote <laughs> yeah, this right. You yeah. wrote it as if you were posting Writing it on already. Face- yeah. Okay. Right. I okay. wrote it. Co- yeah. Copy and pasted it and then put it in notes and, and kept it oh, back. I'm excited. Keep yeah. Going. So it says, this year has been one of the most transformative years of my life. I have been on an epic journey of discovery inward, and I'm here to share that it was the key to my success in business, education, and the utmost happiness. I've truly and wholeheartedly started living from my deep truth within. What did I do? The codependency recovery steps, Mm -hmm. EMDR therapy, 
finishing things that I started and asking the universe every day to guide my heart. Although this was my recipe, it is not necessarily everyone's. To thine own self be true. I really stopped giving a shit this year about what people thought in a way that I was never able to before. This is who I am, I say. Wait, hold on. What do we do? Like this? Oh, is yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> okay, no, that's powerful. And so you put a lot of emphasis on finishing things. Yeah. You start. Dude, that has, I have been one of those people where it's like, great beginner. I mean, look at me on fire. Great beginner. Can't finish things. Oh, and I know those people. Dog, out here, just that's like you. starting things, not, <laughs> did you say that's you? That's you right <laughs> that's there? That's me. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Like, I I'm, I have so much passion and so much like raw energy, but it's really hard to keep that consistency going. Yeah. And so I think this year has been really about building a foundation that I can stand on so that I can build all of the other beautiful things on me. So the foundation that I built was really getting into the codependency stuff. You know what I mean? I don't. Well, I know a little bit about the codependency yeah. stuff mm. because of my experience with it, but I don't know anything about the work. Should I say who I am? Yeah, and absolutely. Where I'm from? Well, let, we're going to get into that right okay. now. Talking to Anthony about that stuff's like talking to a normal person about alcoholism, though. Oh, because you're he, not he you're not codependent. Doesn't get oh. it. Well, yeah. it's even Boss worse. Is over, and he's like, I don't get it. Why don't you just not talk to them? <laughs> oh, right. I know. You're like, I'm addicted to them. <laughs> well, you like, I'm mean? even worse addicted than a normal person. I'm like a military guy that's like, <laughs> wait, just gotta have stronger morals, right? I think. Or like yeah. a stronger will, right? Totally. Because I don't get it. David talks to me about it sometimes, but I'm I'm Dude. unhealthy <laughs> on the other spectrum. Oh, where you're so distant. Oh, I'll just be like, yeah, we we could take some time. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like a year. <laughs> or three I don't know <laughs> right it's up to For you sure. I guess when you're For ready sure. to apologize then I'll be here oh yeah you know what I mean yes <laughs> right I totally yeah I don't get that but I honor you for knowing that i appreciate it <laughs> for sure. so let's go back let's talk about who you are okay uh, where are you from okay born and raised in Arizona I also have ADD yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I was waiting for that to jump somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Really? No. Yeah. So I'm like everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, I would hate for you not to have that. Right. I used <laughs> to be medicated for it. And then I realized that it really, it stunted my like spontaneity. Yeah. We could probably honestly spend a whole podcast, me just bashing people who get put on medication at a young yeah. age for it because I'm not a big fan but tell me so you were born and raised yeah. in Phoenix yeah so I was born and raised I was born at St. Luke's Hospital in Phoenix um, my mom and my dad were married for, up until I was 16 um, my childhood was was like I, it's so weird because it's like now that I've done all of this like trauma work and stuff like I've such I'm so at peace with my childhood mm -hmm. but looking back I don't I think that there was a lot of stuff that was difficult you know what I mean like I think there was this always gnawing feeling that I wasn't good enough or I always had to perform and I I really wanted to to be um like loved unconditionally. And I think that my love from my parents was conditional at some points. Even that was my perspective. As Who a was kid. the strict parent? Was it your dad? My mom. No kidding. Yeah. My dad was like a clown in law school and he was like, he's a lawyer and he's like, but he's, he's said he's, they're both such intricate people. And that's the whole thing is that you think 
your parents are gods in your eyes and they're infallible. You yeah. know what I mean? When you're a kid, you're like, they can do no wrong. And then when that breaks mm -hmm. and then they start, you, you realize that they're just humans. That's like really earth shattering as a kid. Mm -hmm. For That was really hard as a kid for me because I was like, oh my God, they have flaws and they're human. And because I built them up to be like these perfect human beings. And when you realize that they, they're just like they're just figuring it out too. Yeah, when my dad shaved his mustache when I was about <laughs> nine years old, dude, yeah. changed everything. Changed. It <laughs> fucked me up. I'm really? sorry. I'm gonna say the <laughs> f word, dude, but it really, it really messed me up, dude. Because he went in the bathroom, had a mustache, came out a different man. <laughs> came out a different man, dude. All of a sudden, right. he had this fuck this lip, and I was just like, "Who are you?" I cried. Right. I literally <laughs> cried. I was That's just like, "Right." It was. It, I mean, it, and it's like you know, it's just it's a very comedic way to look at what you just said, but like, it's like, <laughs> that's exactly how right. it felt though, dude. Is like, I had this image of my father, right? right? And it was just like this man that worked hard and supported mm. his family and had a mustache. Right. <laughs> and then he didn't have a mustache. And he quit and his job. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. I didn't know who he was, dude. Well, you know, but he grew up back. He grew up back. So it's all good. It's good. <laughs> now, he's, a, he's a good father now. Right. Yeah. Father now. Um, so what did your mom do? So your dad's a lawyer. Yeah. So he sets the bar pretty high yeah. as far as career goes. Right. What does mom do? Mom was a hospital administrator. Mom ran hospitals. And then she, when she was still working with me and my, with my two older sisters, I have two older sisters. Are who, you the youngest? I'm the baby. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Feed the baby. Feed the baby. <laughs> I like, I rock the baby role like i have been like i'm yeah i'm the baby okay i'm out here i, I, heard, I get it yeah so what so mom's a <laughs> hospital administrator yeah. and then what did she do with your two older sisters i got you totally on a tangent there you were like oh yeah yeah so so she stopped working when she had me so i think there was some she has told me later in life she's like i wish i would have kept working when i had you you know what i mean because she's like i wish i had built like this career and you know but like then she decided to go be a mom and then there's so much there's so much like, how much older so she, are blamed, she blamed you for not dude, I know, but like it's dude it's like i felt i feel like you know women are looked at as like oh you're supposed to like take care of the kids and not have a career involved i mean i know that's like maybe old-fashioned but i think she she played into that because my dad made money and then her purpose was to take care of the children. Yeah. You know, and so I think that was that was hard for her because she is super fucking smart, you know, and she has a lot of um, oomph, you know, and she wants to, she wants, she's really into science and really into just helping people and stuff like that. And so I think she felt like she wasn't doing that. And then we three girls were fucking crazy. Yeah. And then my dad, yeah, my dad was, um, like off doing his own thing you know he wasn't faithful in the marriage and so my mom was dealing with us like oh, there was just shit. so much toxic is shit. that what happened at 16 was yeah. that came out yeah so mm. they were they were doing the therapy and then they decided and i so kind of my trajectory of like dysfunction if you will was when i was 12 did you guys ever watch that show Degrassi? Like, did I did Do you guys ever remember that show? Yeah. I know Drake yeah, was in, Drake in a was wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. Well, he wasn't at the beginning. Right. Yeah. He, he, he got, got he got handicapped. Shot, dude. Oh. Yeah. So that show like introduce, <laughs> introduces a lot of like different um, adolescent like uh, like drug addiction, eating disorders, self harm, oh. blah blah blah. And so I learned maybe in that show or also like maybe from my older sisters and stuff, like kind of different ways to like numb out. And so I started doing self-harm and I started cutting myself. So it did the exact opposite of what it was supposed to do. Right, which is like, don't do this or ask for help or whatever. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, people do that. Right, yeah. And so I, and 
then at the, around the same time, I learned that my dad was an alcoholic and that he was sober. Okay. And then, um, w- I, was he like sober, sober, like weird person sober? No, he, no, he kind of, he didn't do AA. Like he did his own thing. Yeah. He just put the plug in the jug. Yeah. And so there wasn't oh. like a deep spiritual like foundation for him. Okay. Um, but so I found out, I found out while well, my dad was an alcoholic, he's sober. And then I came out to my family that I was like cutting myself and stuff. So there was like, I remember like sitting in our computer room and like, we're like dad's sober. He used to be an alcoholic. And I remember there, there was so much anger and like fighting when I was a little kid, you know, like I remember watching my dad spank my sisters and that was really scary for me, you know? And, um, how much older are your sisters than you? So my oldest sister, Kate, is eight years older than me. And then Courtney is, let's see, f- five years older than me. Okay. So I'm 27. So Kate's like 34 and Courtney's like 31, I think. Oh, math. okay. It's fucking math. Dude, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So they're older than me. So you can remember all of that, like animosity going on in the house. You yeah. picked up some self-harm. You can remember yep. some just yeah. crazy stuff going yeah. on. And then at 16, when parents split, right, what right. was going on with you at that time? Immediately started into my drug addiction, like started going to raves, started going to like parties really late at night, started hanging out with older men, older boys. You know what I mean? Like I, when I was 16, I was dating, or maybe when I was 15, I was dating a 20 year old. Mm. You know what I mean? So it was just like, I was starting all of these patterns that would like kind of just start leading me down like a really dark path, even though I don't, it's like you can come from a lot of pain and, and, and circumvent that and become a really healthy person is also what I've realized. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I'm not my childhood. I'm not my parents. And I also forgive them and they've also changed completely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people aren't necessarily always the same people you can, I can forgive people, you right. know, and I can also see that they were really trying their hardest and that's the thing, dude. Well, do you, so you were just telling me you have some CODA work that yeah. you're working on right now. Yeah. And when you look at sort of your family ties and relationships, and right. I mean, you told me a couple of things that are just incredibly heavy, like essentially even mildly implicating that your mom taking time off work might've fucked her. Right. Dreams well, I mean, up. I said that, so. Right. Well, no, I, 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 I kind of heard, I think you derived it from her implication right. was she stated yeah. like, I wish I would have stayed working right. where it's like, well, you didn't. Right. So and that's a weird born. conversation to have with me. For sure. <laughs> like, for sure. Uh, I'm sorry. I wish we could have had a really meaningful conversation when I was a child and I would have told you, Hey, maybe stay in work. So I don't right. have to have this conversation. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, as a parent, it's like, you are the parent, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you have to like guide your kids towards health and reason. And you are there, you get to show them how to like live healthy. And so there was just lots of there's always stress in my home. Mm -hmm. And so there's like big T trauma and little T trauma. So big T trauma is things like rape, witnessing a murder, um, you know, like really heavy stuff. And then little T trauma is like the little stuff that happens every single day to children or to people, like the constant stressors that are added on us. And those eventually big T and little T trauma can have the same effect on the brain. So I've heard big T's and little T's. We talk about that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that they had the same effect. Yeah. So, I mean, over time they can have the same effect on the brain. Okay. And so I think like... I never felt safe falling asleep and my mom didn't pick me up from school and like I didn't we didn't really have food in the house and there was always just like this like control and fighting and stuff like that and so I didn't I never felt relaxed I never and so now kind of to jump forward a little bit 
I've had to teach myself as an adult how to fucking chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? I bet that's hard for you. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's probably not true because this is, you know, this is kind of the Diana that I meet sometimes. But yeah. I've, I've also met the calmer. Oh, yeah. Like pretty serious you. Oh, yeah. I so. can, I can, I can get. Wait, wait, wait. Down. When? I cannot recall one moment of ever knowing this person where there was any chill whatsoever. Wow. I saw you s- selling your art one time and you were like, I think it's because it, you're so passionate about mm. it and you're just like, you. I was talking to you about how much I liked it and you were definitely... Um, in the moment and present and almost like nervous. You know she what was, I mean? She was trying oh. to make the sale, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're going to give me your fucking money or what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there, there was no, there, well, there was no chill, but that one time you got in a political argument at the uh, oh, art gala. Yeah. Oh, God. Get me on some political shit and I will be like, okay, well, here are the facts. Yo, we're going to fight. Yeah. Is that what you Well, doing? I just, I throw down with like, I'm like a, I'm a vigilant, vigilant, vigilante for the truth. Yeah. You know, I'm like, here are the facts. There's no debating this. This is, there is like 10 feet of ice in Antarctica, okay, that has a bunch of CO2 that's like, and the other ice doesn't have that. So that proves that there's global warming. Oh, okay. I see. You know what, what you're I mean? Saying. There's like a, a lot more levels of the CO2 in the current ice. Oh, you found that's a person who is like, global warming's not real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always find him and I'm always like, well, let's talk about that. I think those people just are provocateurs. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe. I think they really believe I'll it. I'll fucking tell you what, dude. Been working outside three years uh-huh. every summer. It gets hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. Two weeks ago, not even two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, I fucking passed out. Yeah, you told me. I was outside. I passed out. Why? Because it was 110 wow. degrees outside. Why was it 110 degrees Global outside? Global warming. Yeah. <laughs> Antarctica. Right. I mean, it was the ice cap. I, I, I feel like it was in the 120s last summer, and it hasn't hit that this year. So, Bro, you don't work outside. I, yeah. I live in Arizona, though. So we were at the. I was at the art gala, and I was being serious, right. <laughs> talking about global warming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you got into a fight. No, no, I just. Get, oh, that was a question. Like you, that's what you were. Okay, okay, I, I see I'm, where I'm you went that. with that. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, but I, I think where I was going with it was you were saying that it's been really hard for you to like learn how to chill. Yeah. And so kind of like, yeah. Say like, <laughs> yeah. Um, what is it like? Appropriate mask for the situation, right? Aurora Dudevant. You know Aurora Dudevant. Yeah. No. No, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say no by okay. the furled brow. We'll leave. Yeah. We'll we'll leave that. It's a little gym for you later. Ur-brow. You'll dig her. Aurora Dudevant. Good about. She was uh she was a writer, but she would dress up for mm. the appropriate occasion. Oh yeah. So she dressed up like a the badass. The power of clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so for you, how are you learning to chill? What does that mean for you? Like, how are you even practicing? Where did you yeah. even start? Yeah, that's a great question. So, well, okay, if to backtrack a little bit, I think what I always did was I searched for meaning in my passions to learn how to chill. So, for example, like I started going to acting school because I was like, I really want to be an actor. I have, I love, I love performance, mm-hmm. and I love. And I remember my teacher had said that actors always have a need to be seen and to be heard. And I started crying when I heard that because I never felt like I'd really been seen or heard or listened to. And I was like, this is finally my platform. And acting also gave me this vessel to um, 
It's like I didn't have to audition anymore in my real life for you to like me. I could just go go to auditions, right? Like I didn't have to audition or perform for you because I had a, a vessel to perform. You Got know it. what I mean? And go do acting. So I think that I would always look, and then you know, and then I started getting to, into like fashion design, and I with all of these things that I did, I did you know some filmmaking. I was going to film school. I was I graduated from business school, and I was always thinking that like maybe this is gonna finally make me chill because I have because I've accomplished something, or I am like, see, I'm important, and mm-hmm. I thought that would maybe make the internal a lot more easy to digest and and kind of relax but it doesn't you can't i couldn't come from an outside world to fix the inward stuff because i it's it's about that that journey with like you and god going inside and so to kind of like now to kind of come back i feel like i'm like ah, like coming back but the code of the the foundation that i laid this year was so much about being really relentless about my own approval and the approval from God. And so therefore I don't need, it's like, it's going back to that. Like I don't have to audition for other people, but that applies to anything. So like I can be successful or I can be failing in business and I'm still so good because I've really done the work to be like, I only need my own validation. You know what I mean? And like, I have really worked on being single and being celibate and I think the relationships with men that I got into were really like toxic and crazy. And so I really had to be single for a really long time to kind of lay, and it's about that foundation. It's about building a house. Cause then I could build on Painted Citizen. Like, so Painted Citizen is my clothing company where like I paint chicks and then I take their pictures and I put the images on shirts. And so- Plug it, plug the Instagram. I know, I'm trying. No, it's for at, sure. Oh, it's at Painted Citizen if you ever want to go check it out. It's super sick. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I was always trying to do Painted Citizen. I've been doing it on and off for like five or six years, but it would always fall away because of a relationship or something. Or I would start dating this guy or I'd get in a fight with someone or I'd be like, oh, on to the next things, never finishing things I started. So this real path this year has been the the codependency recovery and then looking, really diving inward. Who am I? Who the fuck am I, dude? Uh You know what I mean? Like, what is my truth? What do, who do I want to show the world who I am and and then being like here you are I don't care how you perceive it right well me and my therapist fight about this a lot because what you're saying is really good to me it's hard for me to understand though because when you're saying God or like I don't care because like my character is made up of like if David doesn't like this, I start to think about it. I'm like, of course. but then I can, you know, be like, oh, now fuck David right. later. But it's yeah. never, it's not like at first, so, fuck David. So, I te- it tears me up and then so I, I th- evolve with it. Of course, of, totally. And I think that where I've always gotten fucked up is like, I know my deep truth within because I am like divinely inspired from my own light. And okay. I know that so sounds that's like kind a, of like, that's like a, Boom, Dude, built into you dog, belief system. Dog. Like I have like the goddess within me. Yeah. And like I am the warrior. And so like hey. I can I can dive within and like know the truth because it's where it's where we look to for like social media and approval from others and all this other shit that like we get lost on the path. Because that shit does not like none of that it's like this like veil of like 
falsity, uh-huh. you know? And so I think that everyone is divinely inspired from God. And so it's like doing a podcast being like, wow, I really want to do this. And then going and doing it and honoring yourself. That's where you find your truth, right? You'll find who you are in that. You just have to take the action to go do that. And like, not like live in the fear of like, well, will people like it or, or this or that. And like, a, I think a lot of my ideas are like really, um, I want to use the word ethereal, but that's not the word ethereal. No, I'm, I'm trying to catch where you're going. What are your ideas? Well, Tell me about I think them. they're really outside. Like they're not concrete because they're so big, but this is just what I think. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I kind of know. I, I feel Does like anything that I'm saying makes sense. No, it all makes a lot of sense. But I think what my question is and what I think would be helpful for me to hear yeah. is you're tapping into something and I need to know like the micro activity because I know, it's, it's right. like, we're all ma- we're macroing. Yeah. We're, we're macro. Ma- Dude, yeah. You're super, I'm super macro yeah. out here for sure. And so it's Love like, it. okay, yes. so take me Let's down, down and like, here. what are some of those micro mm. activities that were fucking you up before Fuck that yeah. we've cut out and, Fuck or we've changed? Yes. You know okay. I mean? Great way yeah what a good question okay you're welcome thank you so much so i think some of the like i don't even know where to start so um you were saying posting on facebook but then you when you started you read me something that you wrote that you planned to write on facebook for sure so you still but you're tapping into truth there so it's not that you completely cut it out right it's using it for like the power of goodness rather than like the power of ego what's goodness Oh, love this shit. So I think the goodness, like, okay, so I have this, I have this tattoo on my side that says our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. And as we are liberated by our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And so for me, it's like, okay, Mac, I'm so the macro is like where I live. The micro is hard. So the micro, the micro of that is like, okay, how can I be on Facebook and be really positive towards the world and not just be like consuming this like? Because sometimes I feel like the like social media stuff can be so dark and toxic, and it's all about comparing and looking at people's bodies and looking at all this other stuff that's like making you feel like you're not good enough. But that's not true. You are good enough. And so how can you use social media to confirm that belief? And that's what I try to do for myself and for other people to prove, to help them know that they're good enough through your action, through my action on there. That's rad. We're at 31 minutes. Cool. When we come back, we're going to stay. Yeah. Fuck Dave. Fuck David. When we come back, we're going to stick with the Mac. We're going to, we're going to get rid of the macros. Yeah. We're going to get back to the micros. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll be right, right back. Back, people. Good evening, my friends. It's Commander Cutie, Mr. Chudsy Wubsy from the Last Week Out podcast, and we've got some exciting news for y'all. Over here at the Last Week Out podcast, we are produced by Slack Media, and they have a special promotion going on right now. 
If you are a two-legged homo sapien or a millennial who just had a meaningful conversation and have the urge to put it on the internet, we're just the people for the job. We record, edit, and update and post. Fuck, update and post? What the fuck is update? Why did I say update? You can update stuff. I guess you can update stuff. Listen, dude, you want to fucking do a podcast? Guess what? We're the ones that can do it for you. We can edit, mix, master, and produce the whole thing, and we can help you figure out, do you know what an RSS feed is? Because I sure didn't when I started this, but because of Slack Media, now I do. So, if you have a podcast and you want to get it started and you want to skip all the difficult stuff, go ahead and email slackmediallc at gmail, and or you can, and or, fuck, god damn it, dude. And... Or, and, or, 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 or you can slide in our DMs at the last week out on Instagram. Get on in there. Love you. Bye. And I'm glad to be back, dude. And we were just we were just chopping it up about some cool things right before the break, during the break, like we always do. Um, and when we ended, dude, we were kind of talking about uh, what, what I was kind of getting out of it was like social media and how it can be a very deadly tool. But also in my experience, it's been a very beautiful and helpful mm. tool as well. Like mm. I just like... It, like my mom doesn't live here in the Phoenix area, right? And she doesn't live far, but it's not close at the same time. Um, and like today's her birthday, happy right? Birthday, and mom. yeah, happy birthday, mom! Like I said in the Bobby, beginning, dude. And you. before this, we love you. <laughs> and before this podcast, dude, I, I like you know I I took a I uh, took a picture that her and I had uh, taken a long time ago, and I put it on uh, social media, and I you know did this like long kind of like heartfelt. Um, post like mm. appreciation post for her mm. and I know like she's gonna see that and like she's gonna cry and she's gonna yeah. be super happy about it you Beautiful. know and her love's gonna be validated yeah. and it's like finding that like fine line between social media being uh, something that can be absolutely dis- disastrous right. but at the same time can be something that like can validate someone else's feelings in such a good yeah. way and like when I first met you and you were like all about the painted citizen thing and what I've noticed recently and what I'm interested to know is you don't post as much as you used to mm-hmm. and I kind of want to know what is the ethos behind that why Ooh, yeah Ooh, yeah great question so I think uh, so I, my creativity goes in waves and I have learned to honor that because I'm not so the painted citizen logo is a crescent moon and if you go back into like the symbology and the history of the crescent moon it's the symbol for the goddess Diana and what that means is that we're not at a hundred percent all the time like the full moon the full moon has to go into rest in which it becomes the crescent and so that means that there's time to create and to have creativity and to have rebirth You know what I mean? Because you go into like part of your circle. And so I've had to learn that like a flower has to die. You know what I mean? Like it can't be in full bloom all the time. You're not going to be at a hundred percent. And so how do you keep honoring that? And that's why I think I haven't been posting as much because like I'm in a really cool space of like, I don't have to prove to the world that I'm on fire. Do you know what I mean? And that's really cool because I think I've always felt like, well, people need to know that like, like the post, you know what I mean? That I didn't post. 
Be- you didn't even post it? I didn't even post it. Oh. I didn't even post it because like... Be- <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast. Well, no, listen. I knew she wrote it <laughs> yeah. and wrote it in post form. I didn't know right. she didn't post it. No, that yeah. was like a big thing. That she was like twice. The- that oh. she, she copied and pasted and pulled it back and decided not to post it. Yeah, because oh. I think I'm in this space where it's <laughs> like, dog, I just don't have to fucking prove anything. And it's so powerful for me because I've always had to audition my whole life for people and I've always had to be like please like me please give me likes please this and now I'm like oh my gosh like I just don't need that and it's this really spiritual thing for me and that's why I'm not posting as much see and when you're talking about stuff like that it's strong and it's powerful it's like yeah I when you're saying it it's like yes that's true Mm -hmm. for me it's like is that leading to the eventual like but when i come back dog i'm gonna get all them posts oh what a great thing so yeah i (laughs) for me i'm like in back of my mind i'm like fuck yeah and i'll be great i'm gonna come back in here with a heater well and and so when you're talking about some of the work that you're doing Mm -hmm. i i know a little bit about it like from what people have talked about mm. when you say going on and, and you talk about relationships yeah. and you talk about some of those things. So what does it look like right now for you? Like in your friendships, Great. are you, are they smaller? Like, do you have mm. less friends? Are you a socialite? Mm. You getting good rest. Good rest. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm really doing the, the, uh, so it's the foundation, dude. It's like working out, eating really well, fueling my body, hanging out with people who really honor my light and who I honor them too. So how did you get into working out? Like, what does that mean? Like, do you go with people to the gym? Dude, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I go, sometimes I go with people. Sometimes I go with my friends, but I think I, um, I wanted to, I just heard that working out was really good for you. And I was an athlete when I was younger and then I kept wanting to, um, to do that, but kind okay, we'll go somewhere with this. But so my, I was working out with a trainer, Will Brown, recently, and um, I was actually at his funeral. Oh, really? I'm so sorry to hear that you knew him. I was yeah. at his funeral on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, so that was my trainer. Oh and my gosh, so I'm so sorry to hear that. We had done a lot of work together about like just being like, how do you, how do you tap into like your highest self in your body? You know what I mean? Like, how do you, how do you push through the pain? Even when things are really, really hard, how do you, how do you keep going? And that's like, that's like another thing is like, I can do things that are really hard, but it's been like, everything's been a level. So to start at the beginning of this journey of where I've gotten to, where it's like all of the cerebral macro stuff. So to start at the beginning, what I had to do was I had to stop seeking validation in every single way. So, um, not posting as much on social media getting out uh not seeking a validation from the opposite sex okay only seeking validation from like the strong women in my life okay because i think a hard thing for me is i've always looked to social media as a as a way to be like oh tell me i'm good enough or tell me i'm hot or tell me i'm this or tell you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's all bullshit yeah. and so i just so i cultivated really strong like warrior goddess female relationships who are like what is a not not the person's name but i'm saying what is a role model woman look like to you oh that's such a good question so i think i mean i just know from like so my my sister kate probably because like she's just she's so true to herself and she's like this is who i am and i'm not gonna apologize for that yeah is she abrasive um no, you would like right but it's actually like so for me it's about like coming back into like the deep deep feminine 
You know what I mean? And it's not about going into the masculine with like the aggressive. It's about coming into being like like a horse. She never has to explain that she can kick you off. She's just strong and uh-huh. she's just there. So you respect it just yeah, because it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, because she's like, dude, this is who I am. Okay. You know what I mean? So I kind of, I think about that where it's like, I think a lot of times women get confused with like being really, they're like, I need to fucking tell people fuck off and fuck men and blah, blah, Overcompensating. Blah. Right. And it's like, no, it's about really honoring that feminine energy within fuck you. David. Yeah, fuck David. <laughs> it's really about like coming back into that really strong feminine energy. And so I, um, that's a really cerebral. So no, 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 but you've done great. So okay. that's, that's a part. That's what you're saying is yeah. like not necessarily overcompensating being Angry. intentionally or intentionally right. unagreeable, right. but necessarily like owning your truth and seeing it. Like and then, owning your softness, okay. owning your like compassion, owning wow. your, Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cause now, now you're talking about some really heavy stuff is like finding strength in some of what you maybe looked at as a defect prior. May, yeah. Yeah. I, cause I think it's like, because I am, uh, I'm so like love is the only thing that's ever true. And so I've just completely like filled myself with that, you know? So I'm not angry. I don't feel myself with like anger anymore. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm angry a lot. Are lately. You? Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. Oh, I think it's yeah. stress, but it's like, oh, okay. but I've been enjoying it. Really? I don't anger, know if it's healthy yet. Anger I'll see. is energy, though. Uh-huh. Anger is energy. Well, how do you treat somebody who, let's just say, Cox charged you three times your bill and oh, told you they were my not? God, no, 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 no. We won't go into this. Yeah. But say they charge you three times your bill. Like, are you just like, just like sweet Diana the whole time on the phone? Or are you That's just like, a, I, don't I, fuck with me, dude. Dude. <laughs> I want my fucking money. Okay. Right. That's such a great, that's a great question. So I, I, like okay so if someone like fucks up my order at Starbucks I don't go to Starbucks if someone fucks up my order at like you know Sprouts or I don't know okay. we'll take the Cox the, the, the yeah. SRP or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah okay um, I think I call them up I'm like I, see, I really try to seek to understand. Okay. You know, I'm like, I, I seek to understand then to be understood and I usually know that like that person on the other side usually doesn't know what happened. Yeah when do you digress? When, Where's your biggest digressions and all of this truth that you're saying? Is it in the like relationship with boys? Is it in the heart? Because like for me, where do I get like the most like? Where are you having trying, the most trouble with it? Because it's like okay, I can say that. Like I can be like, yeah, no, I try, I'm and, and I'm pretty good with it. Mm-hmm. But there's something about you know when somebody's rude to me. Mm. Like if someone's like rude, I get it. They're having a bad day. I'll even say I get it. You're having a fucking bad day. Mm-hmm. You can get to fucking talk to me like that, dude. You can't talk to me like that. For sure. So I so I think it comes within my family is where I get I can get really set off. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure cuz like I was working for my sis one of my sisters and she was like going through a bunch of shit and like she she said some really like verbally really mean stuff to me and I ended up like being like no one gets to talk to me like that and I walked out of the job you know what I mean because I was like I just there's there's no room for me to be in any place where I'm not being honored okay but that doesn't even sound like a digression so it sounds like you're doing you're doing pretty good too because that still sounds like strong and okay because so you're trying to see what sets me off where I unravel no I just want to know like as far as because for me it's like 
when I find that spot, it's like, okay, how can I do work to avoid it? So what I want to know for you is like that we're, all, we're, we're back to a macro again mm. is like finding the truth. But then like, what does the microactivity look like? And you said it's posting on Facebook, but then it's like, what else? Like, how do you stay in that every moment of the day? How do you not catch yourself posting some crazy thing on Facebook right before you got here? Dude, because it's been seven months of repetitively, like I use, so the found, another foundational thing, I have a prayer box. So I've had a prayer box for about two years and um, I write in my prayer box every day, God, please help me seek kindness. Please help me with Painted Citizen. Please help Painted Citizen be a light in the world. Please help me cultivate healthy relationships with people. Please help my family. Please help me seek truth in every situation. So I'm writing this shit every single day. So you're living with intention. Every fucking moment, dude. Like, That's how I, you feel. Yeah. That's like, dope. I'm really like, and it's not, it's not this like, like I'm really like, this is who, this is who the fuck I am. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not just like, oh, in this moment, like, but I know, but I mean, as with everything, I do drift off the path and become, I can become egotistical. I can become judgmental. I be, can become like, you know, probably like nitpicky. Like, you know, I, uh, I own a drop shipping company on the side and you know, we had to get a huge order out and I was just like getting really pissed and I was like, why the fuck isn't this done? Like, and I was getting, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not perfect, but I know that like the macro of it is like, well, how can I be a really great leader and not nitpick the fucking bullshit? Mm -hmm. Cause it doesn't like people want to be in a work environment where they feel like they're loved and taken care of and they're honored. So I, I try to cultivate that all, like I'm always thinking about like, what's my highest self? What's my highest self? What's my highest self? Like I don't get caught up in the bullshit. I force myself not to. Okay, and then tell me about Painted Citizen. Like what has changed yeah. with you? So you were saying when you started this company. I love that we're like grabbing to the side. It's over of the here room. Yeah. in my mind. Yeah. It's over it here right over now. Right. Okay, yeah. and you would start it and then a relationship would happen. Yeah. And then it just kind of got put off to the side. Yeah. What is it right now? Where is Painted Citizen? You tell me where it's at. So well, real quick, is that because you got distracted or because it wasn't supportive? Like, I mean, I guess you can see it two directions. Like, why would that get pushed to the side? Or reprioritized? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So let we'll talk about like what I'm exactly like what my job looks like right now. So my sister, uh, Kate, owns um, Pure Ziva on Amazon. And she was like, hey why don't you come do the drop shipping stuff with me? So we sell jewelry and makeup on Amazon. So I'm learning how to do a full on business that's already operating. And I still want to do Painted Citizen, but it needs a lot of money right now. It needs a lot of capital. And I need to learn some foundational things about business. Yeah. And I had to like humble myself to that. Cause I was like, I was going in debt because of Painted Citizen. Like I was like right in this wave of like, it's just going to blow up and like, there's a lot of stuff that I just don't fucking know. Right. You know, which is, is frustrating because I wanted to be the one person who is like, I started from nothing and now I have this super successful business. And that's just not my story. Yeah. Needed no help. Right. Needed no help. Needed no money. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that's just not my story. Right. Um, and so I'm really working on Pure Ziva, which is just like selling stuff on Amazon. You know what I mean? It's not super exciting, but it's the consistency. It's all about like building this consistency of doing something that's really, really hard that I don't really know how to do and then applying these skills to Painted Citizen eventually. Yeah, the minutia. 
And then you're going to just kind of transfer it over. Yeah. And do you feel like you in this transfer of like not jumping into relationships, not doing yeah. that, are you making a lot of headway? Do you feel like? With? Painted Citizen. Yeah, it's interesting because like I really haven't done a lot with Painted Citizen probably in the past like month and a half. And I, I have been, it's like I've gone back into my creativity and I've kind of just really been thinking about what well, what does the next phase look like what is it what what do I want to actually do with it and I've actually it's kind of like people will tell you what they want from your business so I actually have a lot of women coming to me and they're like dude I'm just like going through this stuff right now and I really I really think it'd be a good idea for me to be painted so I've started like taking on clients and they hire me and I paint them and then they get beautiful canvases in their house and so like that's a really cool piece of it because I didn't know I thought it was like I was just gonna make clothing and like be like this like streetwear brand but people are like I want to I want to experience you and I want to experience myself and be like be a piece of art which is like so fucking cool yeah that I get to like make people like that's that's something that I think is like one of the coolest things I've been able to create with like my own hands and my own spirit that I get to help make people art. Yeah, absolutely. You know well, what and I mean? that's and it's cool because when I was asking that question, what I heard you start to lead into was like maybe Pain Citizen wasn't really the focus right now. Like you said, you were building that foundation. Yeah. You've been building a lot of things. So yeah. like right now, that's just kind of sitting over there. Yeah. And we'll come back to yeah. it when we're ready. Right. But for you, you're building all this stuff out. Where are we headed then? With Pain and Citizen? With you building yeah. this foundation. Like, what do you want from yourself? Because we were talking about the role models and the women and things like that. Yeah. Like, are you growing? And if so, like, what direction are you heading in? Are we going back to school? Are you just content with where you are right now? Dude, I've never, I, I'm so content, but like, I. Because contentedness doesn't mean like I'm cool with where I'm at. Contentedness with myself means like I'm comfortable and I have really good self-esteem. But like, bro, I'm about to like, I'm about to like seriously make some shit fucking happen. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. So the goal would be to have Pure Ziva, like a self-sustaining business that like, you know, makes a certain amount of money that like I can sustain myself and be a really great leader CEO within that business. Then take the money that I'm making from that to build up Painted Citizen so that it can be like a huge, huge art brand. Yeah, like this is always in the back of my mind. Like I would love for Painted Citizen to be this like thing that people look to to be like, dude, I really want to make a bunch of art. How do I do it? And I'm like, oh, you can be like a part of like our like street team and like go make documentaries about art. It's all really cerebral and really big right now. And so I just imagined Painted Citizen being this really big art fashion brand that helps artists. Okay. Yeah. Listen, 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 listen. Yeah. Here's where I am right now. Because this is what you've taught me. And I'm, I'm totally deriving. Like this could be way off base. You could be like, no, aunt, fuck that. Yeah. Okay. Bring the heat. So what you have built up in your foundation, what we were talking about before was you are a quick starter. Big picture. Yeah. Big dreamer, yeah. you see the end goal, yeah. but you, you fucking just keep, you're running a thousand miles, it could be in the wrong direction. Right. Um, so in your relationships with people, mm-hmm. like, cause now you've transferred these, essentially like seeing the goal and adding the activities and adding the disciplines yeah. and being patient into your business. Right. What about with your relationships? What about with the other sex? Like, was that traditionally 
really, really hard for you? Did you do the same thing in relationships? Like, we're fucking married. Yes. We fucking have kids. Yes. I love you. 1,000%. Okay. I'm super fucking intense. Okay. And I think that, like, I take anything with that, that, like, we are, like, we're madly in love. I think... I think I become like intoxicated with people as much as I become intoxicated with like an idea. Mm-hmm. It's all about the soul. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so I'm like, I'm seeing your soul and I'm seeing my soul live out in this thing. You know what I mean? Like, Oh I, yeah. We like most guys would run. Yeah. Right? Well, we were running from that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> Chad, was, <laughs> Chad, happened to Chad there for a second, but yeah. So what does it look like now? What's it going to look like? Sorry, Chad, Chad was gone for a second. Chad was not here. Uh-uh. Chad, Chad, woke up Chad, Chad woke up. Hey dude, I'm here and I'm queer. Keep going. Yeah. Um, so what does it look like now? Yeah. Or what's it going to look like as far as relationships go? If that's what it, it was, doesn't yeah. need to change. Oh yeah. I mean, that's where, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's where it was, was like this like insane, like, uh, what, who are the two people who were like always insane when they were in love and like, they're like ruining people's lives. Romeo and Juliet. Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde, Romeo and Juliet. Juliet. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of them. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that was how I was. (laughs) Exactly. And so now I'm kind of trying to take it to where it's like, I don't really know what it's going to look like. I feel like the universe will lead me because like I have a solid foundation. So I really don't know. Okay. How do you start? How do I start? Yeah. How are you not even there yet? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like still on this, like I'm date. I'm date. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Good. That's okay. to not know. I mean, I think in my mind when I sometimes hear, because I had this like, my relationship is was crazy. You know what I mean? Like I know it's an anomaly, but when I hear about people, and I mean a lot of people in the room could even attest, is like dating's hard. When I hear about people dating, I'm like, holy shit. But I think that for some of our listeners, especially for you, it's like you have all this tenacity. So it's, is it even a priority right now? It's real. I mean, it's like it's like a pie. It's like you have I have a, a pie, which is like part of my pie is pure ziva, painted citizen, working out, food, friendships, family. And so dating is like a really small sliver of the pie. And it's always been this thing that's like overtaken the entire pie where it's like once I start dating someone, well, maybe the gym goes away. Well, maybe I can start letting that cut into work. Well, maybe I can let that start cutting into family time. And like soon the pie is like 75% my relationship. And I'm just not fucking willing to like let any of the shit I have going on like really come into a relationship. Wow, that's powerful stuff. You know what I mean? Because I'm do. like, I, I'm just, I'm so on fire and I just don't know how any guy could really keep up with that. Right. They can't, they can't control this truth. Dude, like I'm really out here being like, I just don't know. And I, and it, it, but it's not coming from like an egotistical place. It's like, I'm just, I'm so, and I've always wanted to be to this place where it's like, I'm so happy with myself that like, if people don't. Like if people can't fucking ride the wave, then like I have to, I have to keep surfing, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just keep going. Yeah. Okay. So here, yeah, yeah, I love it. So if somebody, if somebody is struggling right now, say they're like feeling really, Mm. uh, without Mm. direction. Mm. I don't like that. Mm, I don't like that. I want to help them. I want to help them. Well, if someone's feeling directionless. Like they mm. just got out of school, they got a they got a degree that's just really not helping them. They're just not finding a good job. They're feeling like their passions. They're, they're just not that good at guitar, to be quite honest. You know mm. what I mean? I'm just I'm just okay. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> what would you say to that person to help them to start to get on the path 
that you feel like you've been put on? Read the book, The Alchemist. The Alchemist? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about it. The Alchemist is about a boy who goes in search for, goes in search and in, in seeking his truth and his like treasure. And he comes along the path finding lots of different omens and different signs that he's on the path and then he doubts them and then he's like, oh no, this is what it means. And he ends up, he goes. It's the journey, isn't he's it? He's on the fucking journey, It's the dude. fucking journey, isn't it? Dude, it's like, it's the hero's journey. It's the hero's journey. You're, on the, the, you're on the hero's journey. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you might be in a valley, but like the darkest part of the night is just before dawn, mm. you know? And so I, w- I would say that to people is it's like, you know, I think in some of my deepest pain has been like just before I was about to explode like keep going keep fucking going keep seeking like you're not you're not here you're here for a reason Mm. if you're breathing you are here for a reason the astronomical idea that you even exist is insane Mm. the fact that you are breathing in here that's insane the 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 fact that the sperm and the egg met up so that you got so that you could exist and hang out in this world is is a is a really important thing. All it's right. Yeah. It's really important. Hey, thanks, mom and dad, for banging. Oh, right yeah. back to Bob, Bobby. <laughs> Happy birthday. birthday. No, that's super rad. And I think thanks, grandpa. And grandpa. Hey, hey oh, all the way back. That's that's a variable. Right. You know, that's Just another. Just to bring in some biology. Thanks, Abraham Lincoln, because I'm actually a 16th cousin. So. <laughs> well, we had you here. Look, at we're at the 56 minute mark. What I would say is you are incredibly passionate and i'm super excited to see what the next journey is i personally can't wait to see what painted citizen does especially in the next couple of years like see what you're putting out anything like that and thank you for taking the time to sit down with us Mm. and try and just i love you guys i'm so honored thank you so much we'll we'll have to have you back Mm -hmm. chad you got anything to wrap it up yeah man i just want to say thank you i want to say thank you for um being exactly who you are you have affected my life, and you're going to affect a lot of people that listen to it. It's about 88 people. Um, Fuck yes! 204, I think. Yeah. No, no, we got 89 subscribers. There's a lot more that listen to the video. I can't wait. I just love it, man. I love what you're talking about right now, because you're sitting here, and like, I love Anthony's question, dude, because, um, and, and to kind of piggyback off that and answer that question, man, is like, when you're struggling and when you're failing, you got to keep going. And what's taught me that the most in my life over the last six months or so has been rock climbing. Wow. Because it is such a painful and frustrating sport. And like mm. the goal is 15 feet above your head. Mm. 15 feet. All you've got to do is move your body in a very specific way and kind of dance with the wall and get to the top. Yeah. And if you do that, you're going to get up there and you're going to feel really good about yourself. But here's the here's the fucking uh, here's the the curveball, right? <laughs> is that there's there's routes that are really easy, right? And then there's routes that are really fucking hard. Yeah. And then there's routes that are intermediate. Right. And what I'm experiencing right now in that is that um, I started off doing these easy routes and I'm getting to these medium routes um, and I'm stuck and it's frustrating. And there are times I'm like, why am I even doing this? What is the point of me doing this? But it's that satisfaction of making it to the top and getting that feeling of gratification, getting that feeling of accomplishment of like, I am worthy. I am strong. I, I you can do I can, things that are really hard. Exa- I can do things that are really, really fucking, fucking hard. hard. And that really builds hard. fucking like character and strength. Cause you're like, dog, I'm unshakable. 
Mm-hmm. You ain't shaking me off this cliff. Doug, you ain't shaking straight me off. Straight up, dude. Straight up. I'm you ain't, here. Dude. I'm hanging you on. Ain't. And then plus you feel super manly. So next yeah. time I go out, like I'm <laughs> I'm training and I'm practicing to yeah. start climbing these like multi-pitch routes and like yeah. learning just like learning how to to push my body to its absolute physical threshold right. and then keep going after that yeah and like that's what I, that was the whole idea behind the podcast as well it's like because I, I see like i started the podcast and then i was like guys business meeting right. i've got a great idea we're gonna make so much money we're gonna be rich and i always come to anthony and david with these like sometimes really grandiose ideas yeah. and thank god for having anthony for one to be able to talk to the guests uh, in the podcast and like be that intuitive mm. person that kind of brings us to the my my original idea with it because sometimes dude i'm just a fucking wild kid dude and I'll, I'll tell anthony a business plan and he'll be like yo dude that's not gonna work <laughs> like chill dude, <laughs> I, I say it way nicer than that if right, i say but it like dude, that we need those people to be this like guy, you gotta think of something yeah i'm a fact finder yeah yeah dude he's a stickler for facts and results and because of that i'm super grateful and that's another reason why i started the fucking podcast because i see that in him and i see like i see like it's not a lot of talent but i see some talent in david dude without this guys him. a fucking <laughs> idiot <laughs> a bitch. A bitch. but if it like if it if it's not for David, if it's not for my relationship with David, it's not for my relationship with Anthony, right. and it's not forever uh, meeting you that one night. It's like none of this might have never happened. It's yeah, divine. It is it's divine. divine, and it's fucking beautiful. That's dude. like the beautiful energy that if you can tap into, and if you can just keep going. Like I'm sure you've had so much pain where you've wanted to like give up, and like it it travels. It can like transcend you into this space where it's like I wouldn't be who I am throughout like all of the bullshit, all the pain, because I can connect with that other person who has that pain too, and be like, "Dog, I'm out here. Like this is what I did. I built the foundation, and then I, I can you can stack on that." Mm-hmm. And I'm still fucking building because guess what, dude? I'm falling sometimes. Mm. I am falling hard, dude. And I'm fucking dusting myself back off. Yeah. And I'm getting on the horse, you dude. You have to. Mm. You absolutely have to. Anyways, dude, I'm gonna keep fucking rambling, dude, because all of a sudden I'm all <laughs> fired up, and I think it was this freaking sweet tea right here, dude. Sweet. It's it was this, that, it was it's that this, quick zone out you had. It's that. There. It's you that. Just... It's this. Sweet tea. Now you're ripping again, dude. So right hey, dude, end. don't forget, don't forget, butt out e six. Okay. And what did I say I was gonna do for him, Anthony? He said you were gonna rip, dude. No, he wasn't gonna rip. <laughs> he was gonna give him a promo code for twenty percent off. You're right. Last week out in the promo section of your butt out order, dude. You can order a fucking chopped cheese and a Lucy. Get a glass of water, mm-hmm. maybe a hoagie. Mm-hmm. Okay, get on there dude. and vape juice and vape juice. Most importantly, vape juice, vape mechanics, and whatever the hell else you want, dude. Because it's on the dark web, dude. Anyways, like, subscribe, share, comment. DM us, email us, whatever. We don't care, dude. Shit's about to get fucking wild. And don't forget, <laughs> and don't forget, dude, the holiday season's around the corner. Oh, man. And guess oh, what? We're going to get another sponsor not only, not only do we have this podcast, not only do we record, edit, mix, and master other podcasts. So if you're a millennial who just had a deep, meaningful conversation and we'll have them put it on the internet, well, guess what, dude? We're the people for that. But also, we'll hang your holiday lights, dude. Tatum's holiday lighting. <laughs> It's coming, dude. It's Light right trees. around the corner, dude. Light your trees we're, up. Dude, we're, we're, we're getting lit, dude, because it's merry litmus, and I love you guys. Thank <laughs> you. Love you guys. Brah.